0: You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl, Yazzie Speaks, on Millennial Minds. This evening, we have Mr. Harley Morgan, founder and CEO of Road the agency, and fashion entertainment curator. Hey, Harley.
1: Well, what's up? That sound like me.
0: Yeah how you doing i'm good how are you i'm doing well thank you
1: for having me of
0: course thank you for making time so tell us tell us what is row the agency what does it stand for and how did you come up with the concept and the name
1: okay um let me see well row the agency if you all haven't heard already which you should have by now row the (laughs) agency is the uh this is really the hottest thing smoking for models talent um and we do marketing as well here in the D M V area. Mm-hmm. So what we do, uh we develop, market and represent models, um male artists, and female. male and female and mm-hmm. children. Um, artists, development, we do a little bit of all of that and uh we do all of that in house um along with our partners and things like that. And um the idea is just to continually market and, and represent them in a way that secures clientele and business for them and as well as us.
0: Very nice. So what does Rose stand for?
1: Ro stands for righteous ones entertainment mm-hmm. which came from uh that comes from um our very first fashion show that we ever coordinated. When was that? Um that was in 2001. So okay. that was the year that uh our agency was founded. Um originally our our company was called Renaissance Entertainment because mm-hmm. we did so many different things. But uh our first fashion show we got hired to do for uh, Archbishop Carroll High School. Okay. Which is in DC. Right. Um and, you know, it's like a it's a Catholic school kind of, you know, they have a, re- a religious thing going on there. And uh um we did a fundraiser for the school and so we titled the show uh Righteous Ones Destination Fashion, just to kinda tie it in with with the, the school. Ah, uh, got you. Uh, And so, since that was our very first show, you know, we we didn't really we expected it to be nice, but um, the line was like wrapped around the building like twice. It was like a really really big deal. Yeah, for the show, it's like a really really big deal. So my partner at the time was like, he said, we need to keep this name. This might be lucky. (laughs) So that night we changed the name, and that's what it's been ever since. But over the years, we it's such a long name. We just use um, Roe.
0: Right. Which which sounds very. Agency official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. It looks
1: good on paper. You know, <laughs> it looks good. So yeah, that's 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 the story with with our name and how we got it.
0: Okay. And how many how many models and artists do you all have?
1: Um. So models, uh, adult men, women, and children. We have twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um. As far as artists, we only have one at the moment. Okay. Um. But you know, it's is always a, a an ongoing cycle of of keeping portfolios fresh, um, keeping them abreast of jobs and opportunities, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just making waves in that industry.
0: Nice. So that's nice. what it's all about. Nice. And you're you're a millennial, right?
1: Well, you know, I don't really like that term. Why really. not? I don't know. It has too many connotations with well, it. I think.
0: Well, it, it does. It does. Okay. You're yeah, under. Technically, 30? you're under thirty five.
1: I am thirty-five. Oh, okay. On the dot. So, so you, you I don't are. know. I, I I really don't know if I fall into that category. You do. People say that I'm like I'm the. It happened the generation after me, but it's in, some say that, you know, we're kind of like one foot in, one foot out. So I yeah. I don't know. I I really don't know. Yeah. Maybe you can tell me. You're a you millennial. are
0: you are. <laughs> thirty-five <laughs> is kind of like the cutoff. Like you like know. that's the cutoff. Sort of, kind of, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, what, how do you define millennial?
0: Well. <laughs> Technically, I mean, if we're talking like generation wise, millennials, um, I think we're born between the 1990s, the, ni- the like 1990s to early 2000s, but but that's not exactly accurate if we're adding in like people who are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just kind of depends on what source says what, you know. Um but no, like you're you're a millennial
1: i mean what do you is it categorized based like how you well no i guess how do you how you carry yourself or Maybe. how you execute things sort like of what how do you how you do how you define
0: think. it um that's a good question well, I define it as someone who is in there right now they would be in their twenties and early thirties um someone who is outgoing someone who's very open minded um someone who is very daring and willing to step outside their comfort zone and try things that they didn't try before. Um, a lot of us aren't really into the 9 to 5 thing mm-hmm. you know we like to explore our, our own selves and mm-hmm. our own inner create creativity so I guess that's how I would define a millennial.
1: Well I like that. Man, yeah. I'll claim that.
0: Yeah that
2: i claim yeah. it. i yeah. claim it.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, you know, there are folks who have negative perceptions of millennials, which is one of the reasons why I started this show. Because, I mean, even in this area alone, there are so many phenomenal, for lack of a better term, millennials who are doing some really bomb, amazing things. Mm-hmm. have Absolutely. their own businesses and everything, just like yourself. So, I wanted to highlight you all. But, anyway, I want to know more about Ro. I want to know more about... Um, where you grew up and how you got interested into the fashion industry.
1: Okay. Um. Well, I grew up in D.C. um Uptown D.C. I grew up like a couple blocks from Howard University. With
0: the kids, the kids, I was like, Uptown. Oh, you from Uptown? <laughs> that happened all my life. Oh, you? Where you from? You from D.C.? Oh, Uptown. Like, you g- uh, is that where you
1: grew up? Uptown too? Yeah,
0: Northwest D.C. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I
1: grew up a couple blocks from Howard University. Okay. Um. I mean, ironically, I never went to school uptown. I always went to school. Across, really? the, yeah, because now when I was little, like elementary school age, um, I lived in Northeast,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when my grandmother passed away, I moved uptown with my father and my mother, um, and so that's where I grew up. So that's all I know, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Eastern Senior High School, mm-hmm. and so back then, um, our high school was like the fashion hub, mm-hmm. so that's where everybody did too much with dressing to go to school. <laughs> um, we had all the fashion shows that everybody in the whole city came to concert. and and be a part of and you know, it was like a really, really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um But in high school, like I was I was real shy and introverted and didn't care nothing about, you know, like style or none of that mm. stuff. Um and I let me see, the I was in eleventh grade when the senior class was putting together the upcoming fashion show. So, one of the girls, one of the senior girls that everybody obviously had a crush on um she said, "You should come and be in the fashion show so and she told me and my friends that so of course we went we couldn't tell her enough <laughs> um, and we auditioned for it, and they put us on a calendar mm-hmm. um and and
0: that apparently was a thing. What, like, the, calendars for high school. Yeah, high it school was a food. thing. Why don't we do that anymore? But anyway, anyway. A, but I'm well, listening. We a need millennial to, need
1: to pick wh- that up. We need to run need that back. That uh-huh. But um, they put us on a calendar. It was like a contest. And uh, you know, everybody had to come out. And the, the biggest ovation, the 12, they got the biggest ovation, got a spot.
0: Okay. Oh, so, wait. Um, the biggest ovation in the show well, got a spot. Well,
1: before, a- it was a promo for the show. Okay. So, um. You know, it was, like, back-to-back fundraisers, So it was, like, maybe, like, 30 boys. So the top 12 that got the highest, the loudest ovation from the crowd got a spot. Mm-hmm. So I got a spot. mm mm-hmm. um, But that feeling of, you know, when the lights hit, hit you. Oh, and, yeah. the, and everybody's <laughs> screaming, all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, I'll probably never, ever forget that day. And so from that day on, I was like, oh, I got to I gotta do this forever. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I did it in high school. I did it in college. Um, but what made the agency?
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask why, because most folks, if they're focusing on, you know, modeling, they mm-hmm. usually will just focus on right. modeling and like well, booking I, gigs. I'm, so. gonna say
1: gl- I'm glad you said that. So mm-hmm. the the way that the way that that happened. Now, when I went to college, I went to Bowie State. Shout okay. out to the Bulldogs. Okay, Bulldogs. Um now at Bowie State, um, I create you are you familiar with the model troop culture?
0: Well, you know? I don't I'm not as familiar with it at Bowie State, but I know that, you know, especially HBCUs, we really like HU has elite models, you know, it's right. like a
1: Well, back then, when I first went to college, um, you know, there were only modeling troops down south. Really? So I began the first modeling troupe in this area. So Righteous Ones was a modeling troupe first. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were just, it was all runway-based. And it was a a common, like, it's a common myth in this area that, you know, if you know how to walk runway, then you're a model. And that's it. You're sadly mistaken if you believe that. Mm -hmm. So um, I had an opportunity to audition for a modeling agency, it was a Washington D.C. based modeling agency. Back is in, it still around today? It's not. It's okay. not. But this was back in two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. Now uh, we already had our troop going, and you know we were doing competitions and all that, all that stuff. Um, so I went to the audition, and I was very arrogant about it because I had done fashion shows for the last two or three years. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, I got this in the yeah, bag. Like, know. so I get in there and uh. That was probably the most humbling day of my life because not only did did I not do any walking, that was the least of his his concerns. He was like, well, you don't have any pictures of your portfolio. right? Do you know how to sing? Have you ever acted? Have you ever uh, done anything on camera? I mean, he's like went down this so whole list. it was
0: a list. talent agency type? Like well, no,
1: it was a modeling agency. Oh, okay. But um, what I've learned is that models have the the most difficult job because they are usually asked to do all of those things. But I learned that that day, because I couldn't do any of them, mm-hmm. literally none of them. Never did a photo shoot, anything. Um, then he was like, "Well, you got cornrows, you got all this hair on your head." He was like, "Are you willing to cut it off?" And you know, so they dismissed me very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that, you know, I mean, we went back. went back to school. We were still doing our thing. But I was like, "Don't nobody know this stuff. Nobody ever told us this." Um. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you know, we I began to change the format so that I could start sharing information.
0: Format of righteous of forms?
1: the yeah, well, you know, that's when we was just a modeling troop, but we started to change our format mm. so that it was more educating, educating going on, so that people that because the people that that we that I modeled with, they really wanted to be models, but they thought that you just had to know how to walk. Mm. So we had to learn. That you know, you had to do this, this and that, and we started doing those things. Do your test shoots and Um, all that, and it became really progressive. It was a popular thing, and then other modeling troops popped up, but we always had a one up because we were doing agency like things. Mm -hmm. But it didn't happen until I, um, I graduated that I was like, I want to keep that going because you know people can benefit from that. Oh yeah. Um. And, you know, that would keep me on my toes with what I'm doing and having a core set of models that are professional, you know, it, it would serve me to do that. So that's how mm-hmm. we became an agency.
0: And name some of the, um, I see it in, your, in the profile, but tell us some of the uh, clients that, that, that we've worked with.
1: That, right, yeah. Um, well, let me see. We've worked with a lot of brands like Audi, Cadillac, Siroc, uh, Remy Martin, Fashion mm-hmm. Bomb, Daily, Mm-hmm. done things with department stores like Lord and & Taylor and Saks. Wow. Um, like,
0: it's, and then is that, um, was that print catalog or, like, what? Well, it
1: was a little bit of everything. Okay. Um It was some print work, some promotional work, um, mm-hmm. some, like, you know, ex- experience-based events mm-hmm. uh, where it's really about marketing, mm-hmm. uh, runway shows, uh, it's a little bit of everything, you know, all of every, every brand that I just named, we did something different with each of them.
0: Okay. And then can I ask you, I know this is like, it's just, I'm just so curious cause I've, I've never known how it works from the, uh-huh. uh, from behind the desk, mm-hmm. but like, how does an, how might an agency go about putting themselves in partnership or in front of other businesses and clients? Like, so, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. some of them granted may come to you, but right. I imagine that sometimes you cultivate those relationships. Like yeah. what? Like how does that? Well, even I,
1: I think it, it, it. Well, it really is a little bit of both. Um, the the marketing of 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 your own brand, you know, showing what your models are capable oh, of doing. Got you. Um, that captures the attention of people. Um, but then you know the rooms that you put yourself yourself in. You know the people that you put yourselves around. You know, everybody is always looking for a way to advance their their products or their brands. So I, I think, to some degree, you have to you have to be able to talk about how well you can help propel somebody's brand through what you're able to do. And so I've had like
0: help me help you type
1: that. Oh, well, definitely that, definitely <laughs> that. But um, you know, I I think that I've been blessed to be you know in some rooms with some really influential people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just from talking and following up, you know, they they remember names. They remember uh, the conversations that were had. And, you know, it always comes back to, uh, you know, well, you know, now we really need such and such. And because that conversation was had and, you know, how however it was pitched stuck, you know, they're willing to come back and, and work with us because that's that's what they remember. Um, and then we do a great job because, you know, we're always prepping and making sure we're ready and prepared and it, it always come back. So nice. That's how you cultivate the relationship.
0: That's so cool. Like it just, it, it sounds like it just sort of happened organically for you. Like this is the space that you're meant to be in.
1: Well, it looks easier than it is. I, 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 it ain't easy <laughs> at all. Um, but I wouldn't ra- I wouldn't do anything else. Um, it does seem like I just kind of fall in the right place. But, um, you know, I know I know my product and I'm passionate about mm-hmm. my product. So I think that is a part of why people choose to work with us, too.
0: Gotcha. And how do you tell us some about I know you told me that um, with your agency, you all might might have. A casting call or um, excuse me an open call Mm -hmm. like once a year but otherwise it's invitation only Mm -hmm. so how do you how do you um, get invited Mm -hmm. or or, yeah or how do you find
1: the models models or
0: somebody if you like oh yeah we got to work with them or we got to bring them in like how does well
1: um, okay well it happens a couple ways now the people that the models that we work with already you know um, we always say you know we, we say one of our like marketing pitches is come to the light I like right. that <laughs> so um, I because like it. you know we we believe that we do it the best nice. as far as preparation, so once models have come to the light and they go through <laughs> what we go through, um they see things the way we see it, mm-hmm. so any of our models if they if they invite someone that's that's a surefire way to to get an invitation um because they have experienced what other people will experience mm-hmm. and they can see like oh well that used to be me they can that can be transformed gotcha um, that's kind of how my my partners work that's how the models work that's that's really how it is if you look like you know there's something striking up under mm-hmm. you know your shell you know we can kind of see that because of what we do and we will invite you in you know if we see something like that there are also some people that you know they'll reach out and you know you know, um, are you accepting models or do you think I have what it takes? Da, 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 da. And, you know, at a glance, that conversation can be had because if it's there, we'll invite you. But if it's not, you know, we can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's really about the person. You know, if it's something that stands out. It's a standout factor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we'll, we'll invite you. And if you're a fit, you're a fit.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's fair. Fair enough. I think that's fair. You know, it's not, <laughs> not too rough. So I have to like, you're you're like real chill right now, but like <laughs> I've seen I, you, to me you're very hilarious, and <laughs> I see I see a lot, like in a good way, uh-huh. and I see a lot of your um, posts on Facebook, and sometimes I watch your little videos and stuff. Like oh, I remember yeah, one yeah. time you were talking about somebody who parked, and like you couldn't get out and all that, so. What, like, what, where do you have some wild
1: I have some wild days, I can only
0: imagine. But, like, where did these ideas come from? Because it, it's just like, I mean, from Kanye to it's just like you have so many ideas, well, but when you deliver it, it's so funny. Like, well,
1: I'm gonna tell you about Facebook now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I have a problem with people saying ridiculous things on Facebook.
0: Okay, like...
1: Things that, when I say ridiculous things, like, you know, it's obviously as there's no truth to what you're talking about. <laughs> or if it's something that, that you can argue, you know, people always go with what's trending mm-hmm. and they don't have anything to support it. So I feel like it's my right, it's my due diligence Definitely. To call that type of stuff out, yeah, well, that's usually what my posts are about.
0: Ah, gotcha. And you. I'm
1: usually calling out something that I saw that I either know it wasn't true, or it was like the way you came to that was uh-huh. ridiculous, and I need to let you know that. Uh huh. And you know, me and one of my one of my my one of my really really good friends, we we really take um, we hold dear to us that you know <laughs> nobody beats us in social media arguments.
0: I can I can believe so, that I can believe that. You know,
1: <laughs> I'll keep going back and forth until my point is proved.
2: Uh,
0: do you are you like that in real life too, or is it yeah, just? Yeah, no, I am. Okay,
1: I absolutely am. Gotcha, I absolutely am. You I know, it's not it's not often that that I'm wrong on things.
0: I can resp- Ah! <laughs> oh not. my goodness, I love it. So let me ask you this. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was some time ago, maybe a few weeks, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. You had made this comment about Cardi B or something. You were like, I think you oh, said yeah. Cardi B is. Not, I lost
1: some followers from
2: that.
0: Yeah, you said yeah because she's got this whole Cardi Cardi Barty gang or something like that.
2: Yeah, but
0: I, but you you I, what was it? you said something like she's not said, a good role model or something. I said, you
1: said um the post said Cardi B is. I, I don't, I'm not gonna curse. I don't think I'm on you. No. I said Cardi B. Um. <laughs> is a blank embarrassment.
0: Oh, right, right. That's then, then I, I asked why. That's
1: what I said. You know, and why do you feel so and so what prompted that that status, that was literally in the moment. I was watching um an interview that she did with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And um he was literally making a mockery out of her and she was just falling right into it. Like
0: Uh, now, how was he was this related to her on uh, reality TV or this was
1: this was like from her. This is based off of her interview. Like Uh he was asking her questions. And, you know, as the interview went on, it's very clear that nobody, no professional in her circle has had a like a public relation conversation with her Uh at all. So, she was doing... This is the most ridiculous interview I've ever seen in my life. I'm to watch it. You know, she was making noises, just being like... Oh,
0: was like, she like, Ew, or whatever she was doing? That making, like, like, bird noises bird and all noises. this
1: crazy stuff. <laughs> and, you know, this, the way she was responding, like, she was slurring and not using full words. Uh, and as she was talking, he literally, like, was laughing at her. And you. he started, like, making the noises she was making, and she would make it back. And he was just, like, really... He was clowning her,
0: right? But she didn't even probably went didn't. right
1: over her head. She thought it was she thought he he was laughing with her. He was laughing at her. Gotcha. Uh, and the, it just went down. It just completely went downhill. Mm-hmm. And you know, for anybody to think that that branding is okay, mm-hmm. I have a problem with them too. Like mm-hmm. that is an, that's embarrassing. Yeah, definitely. And so the thread, you know, everybody misconstrued what I was saying for. They thought I was talking about her career. Mm-hmm. I like her music. I like all that. I like that she blew up, but and all of that, you can't, you can't come out sounding ridiculous. Right. I don't right. care what your brand is.
0: you should be able to sound intelligent, and, in that's, an and
1: that's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, she hasn't. No one has told her to turn it on and off, but nobody on my thread was understanding that. You know, it was taking it as I was just gotcha. talking about her, and it has nothing to do with her gotcha. or her success. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was all about.
0: But then too, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I admire the glow up, the come up, you know, but there are, we don't have to get into it that deeply, but I know there are, there could potentially be some other aspects of her, her career and her brand. That aren't necessarily a great representation, or maybe not, might not be the best influence mm-hmm. for some of our up and coming, you know, like Generation Z, like the young, young, like the teenagers and the young girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my friends told me recently that um, I don't, I don't know what which interview this was um but they were talking about offset you know how they they're engaged mm-hmm. and how she made a comment that well, apparently i guess he was cheating or they they saw him with some other ladies whatever whatever and she was like oh well it doesn't matter who i'm with they're still going to cheat on me and so we we she and i had this whole conversation about how that is kind of that's a that's a little problematic you know she
1: said that in an interview
0: yeah uh-huh. I don't know if it was on in a camera, camera interview. It could have been in a, but this is, I mean, this is from a third party. So I don't know if it's true or not, mm. but I, you know, for her to say some, if she did say that, well, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter who who it is. They would still cheat on me. I just feel like, I mean, there's so many, what, yeah, what well, message is that sending? Say to, like
1: that's, that's ignorant and that's embarrassing yeah, too. Yeah, like,
0: but we got to think about where she's, come from and I'm not excusing it but it's like at what point does somebody out of all the people that she's connected with at what point does somebody say okay like we need to you know we got to have a we got to sit you down and that's
1: all I was saying that's all I was saying
0: no but somebody should
1: somebody needs to <laughs> cuz that that can be destructive that can you know everybody think it's cool now but that's going to get played out in a minute
2: yeah, gonna yeah. get played out
1: and you know she's going to get put in that box and
0: If not already, yeah,
1: and that's Mm -hmm. you know that ain't gonna
0: work.
1: And like I've I've saw I've read in blogs and things like people compare her to Rosie Perez. Why? Just because of how she sounds, like oh, her voice, like Rosie Perez, like her characters in movies. Oh right, sound like Like, that, right, right, right. But you can't compare her to Rosie Perez because Rosie Perez doesn't carry it like that.
0: Right. No, not at all. You
1: know, Mm -hmm. so you know people need to. Like, that's not okay. People need to. F- they need to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Figure that out for her.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um, going back to row and your and your models, um, how <clears throat> this might be classified information, but is there a you is there a general time frame that you'll usually have um a model contracted for, and if their contract is over do they sometimes end up like signing with other agencies like going on to agencies mm-hmm. in New York or things like that or like how does that usually work well
1: um so our initial everybody the initial contract is for 6 months okay and then thereafter it goes to a year mm-hmm. um th- throughout our cycle of 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 you know things that we do um we actually encourage uh working with New York agencies okay at
0: simultaneously, mm-hmm. because oh, that's excellent. So that you now, do
1: that. you know, with our agency, we're we're not we're not an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first, and no model should sign exclusively with anyone. That means you're just with one entity only, regardless. You know, that's not that's not necessarily the best move into th- in the way that things work now with the fashion industry. But you know, we we encourage you know. Uh, Working or trying to work with new york agencies uh we actually do agency visits you know with we'll, some of our models we'll go to New York and we'll go to some mm-hmm. um and, you know just just shop around shop the models around um oh, you okay. can just not work with another agency in a Local. certain okay. in a certain radius from where we are
2: mm.
1: um but other than that you can you can work with whoever you would like to
0: that's nice that's good i I like your policy. Um, now I got to ask you, okay, so we got like two minutes. So what are some of your pet peeves that you see? Not necessarily your, your models, but like people who are trying to be models, or they in like model troops and stuff? Is there anything that you see and you're like, ah, stop it. Cause with me, my, one of my pet peeves is like cheap photo shoots that are <laughs> badly edited or not edited at all. And it just looks really bad. I'm like, please Take
1: that down. Then, uh, well, yeah, I hate <laughs> that. That looks terrible. But um, that's funny you brought that up because one of my Facebook uh, rants um, was model <laughs> tips.
0: Okay, what was this? Um,
1: I think this is this is a few months ago. Um, but I ended up saving them because I'm gonna turn the model tips into an ebook.
0: No, I like it, yes, because
1: um, everybody really, really liked that. But um, some <laughs> of the tips that I said, the I I made them tips because they were things that irritate me. Got you. So like um, the first one was, you know, like just because you're cute, that doesn't mean that you're a model. Mm-hmm. That's irritating. So everybody that thinks they're attractive, automatically thinks that they can take pictures. Right. Or Which is not the same thing. No, at all. it's not at all. Yeah. Automatically thinks somebody needs to book them for something. <laughs> That's cra- that doesn't make sense. That's crazy. Um, and with the model trip world, I mean since. You know, we were really a part of that at one point um, when we started that. Um, this stripper heel thing. <laughs> that uh, that drives me crazy. Now, now, I get that. I mean, oh, a lot of model troops, you know, they use the stripper heels to walk runway because they say it's, it's easier to walk. But um, nobody ever thinks, how does that look with a gown? Or a jumper. Mm-hmm. Or a skirt. It doesn't look like anything, but like a model but troop is about the... To...
0: strip, right? Go ahead and
1: say I'm going to have to curse to say <laughs> the rest of what oh. I'm saying. So I'm not going to finish that thought, but... You know, it's just, it doesn't. It doesn't have. And the a only reason I'm touch.
0: laughing is because I I see it. I know what you're saying, and so I'm laughing. Yeah, because,
1: it doesn't. It's, yeah. It, it's nothing fashionable about it. Like you can't you can't bring those on the set for a photo shoot. Oh no. You know you can't walk in the show with those. You know, and you don't have to wear them. You know, they are platform shoes. That's cool, but you know the high boots with they tie all way up your leg and platform like this big. That don't make sense.
0: Mm-mm. You know, that don't make sense.
1: Those are some things that irritate me. Also, uh, with the fellas, you know a lot of fellas don't have dress shoes.
0: They don't have dress shoes. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: you'd be surprised. Like models. Yeah,
0: you'd be surprised. Okay. So what do they wear? Like loafers or something?
1: They don't have that either. Stop. You'd be surprised. Is the things that that I come across in casting calls, and call time when it's time for a show. You know I say bring hard bottom shoes. And they bring a solid color tennis shoe because that's all they got.
0: Dang. Well, you know, I think some of it might just have to do with training because that's not, like you said, when you recognized when you were younger and you went to the casting call, a lot of these things were just not were just not taught or prepped. Yeah, so,
1: you're not, you know, you and, know. I mean, I, I don't fault them to some degree. Mm-hmm. The ones that have done multiple shows, mm-hmm. I fault them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still a it's mm-hmm. still irritating when when you're, you're claiming that this is your lane.
0: Right. And at this point, really, for a, a person that's a certain age, there's really no excuse, because even if you don't know, Google, YouTube. Right. Yeah. You, you all Instagram page like, you know, you, you learn by watching and looking. Absolutely. You know? So.
1: But if you don't have no like even if you wasn't modeling, why don't you have no dress shoes? How you interview? We
0: at least one pair. At least you, one.
1: You would be surprised,
0: really, be very,
1: very surprised, very disappointed. But the other
0: tennis shoes, depending on what kind of tennis shoes they got, real run you real expensive. So
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. And they
0: need to take a they couple do. hundred and. You, <laughs> I mean, trust a,
1: me, you would be surprised. Go
0: to it's, a men's warehouse or something.
1: Do something, anything. <laughs> wow, <laughs> disappointed.
0: This is good. We can keep going. This is good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean. We can come back and talk about that when I publish my
0: ebook. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We gotta have you back. Yeah. So, what do you think about Har- Har- Harley? <laughs> what do you think about like Harvey Washington and the whole like DC? His whole mini DC empire.
1: <laughs> um. I mean, I I have I have poor. I have some bad experiences with Harvey Star Washington, and I know many people that have. Um you know and and it's ironic because he's apologized for those things, but he still does the same things um you know i don't I don't know that I could ever recommend somebody to go his way, mm. knowing how he does things mm. um
0: but he's been around for a long time, hasn't he? Yes, he has, he like has. A real um, real long time
1: he's been around for a very, very long time, but um,
0: and does he only do runway shows just put on shows
1: uh I think so. I mean, I think he, like, at one point, like, did, like, like image consulting yeah. for plus-size women. Okay. Or something like that. And uh. uh, he was working with Monique on her show, Fat Chance.
0: Oh, okay. That's how he kind of blew up. I mean, yeah. like, that's how he got.
1: That's how he, yeah. That's how he got back in the light, in the limelight. Okay. Um, But his, you know, his show format never changed. Um, And, you know, he tries to work with, you know, a little bit of everybody and, you know, if you if you don't have some folks that's gonna support and buy your tickets right. you might not uh, right. need to yeah. work with him. Yeah. Because he yeah. will take you to court. Yeah.
0: For his money. Yeah, yeah. And I had auditioned once when I was younger and he liked me and he wanted me in the show. But he was like, you got to sell X amount of tickets. And I only had like a week or something. And I was really trying hard. And I was like, he called me. And I saw the number. I was like, oh. Like, I was shaking. I was like, hello. And I was like, I just can't. I can't tell him. He was so mad. And I
2: was like, that was the end of that. And I was like, okay, never again.
1: He's disrespectful. And he curses people out. Yeah, that's no good. That's that's terrible. you You know, he tried to explain one time, like, he thinks that it's a fair exchange if, he provides this experience that you should be able to, you know, whatever. But I was like, you know, it's a it, it would be great if people can bring folks to support, but they shouldn't be mandated to do that.
2: Mm-mm. No. So.
0: And then okay, here's my thing, Harley. Like when it comes to runway, for first of all, that's not, you know, I, I like runway, you know, and I think it does it does well for designers to get their brands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, in their clothing lines, but as a model, I just feel now. Granted, I know some shows pay, but it doesn't pay, you know. And some some models I see, they always in another show, always in another show, always in another show. But it costs a lot. I mean, you know, you gotta buy your new undergarments and make sure your shoes. You don't have to buy mm-hmm. new shoes every, every time, but you know, make sure your hair is done. Usually, they got they already have the makeup artist there. You gotta pay for travel, and it's like so much money is going out. And it's like, well, how much is is coming in, if Mm -hmm. not barely any at all? So that's my only thing with with runway. I feel like it could be more, perhaps more, you know, beneficial or lucrative for for models. Now, I know some do, but.
1: Well, I was going to say, well, I mean, the irony of that is even like the high fashion runway shows is at the bottom of the totem pole. Most of them don't get paid
0: either. I just don't understand. Like, but that, but see, even the high end, they're wearing thousands of dollars worth of merchandise, mm-hmm. and you mean tell me, can't nobody break them off like a couple, a few hundred dollars? Well, you
1: like the 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 majority of those shows, the models walk away with a product.
0: See, I'm gonna need us. I, <laughs> like, but that's
1: just, that's how I mean. You know, now, they are some. They you know there's some designers that pay their models. Um and then like obviously like Victoria's Secret is the the biggest platform I'm for sure runway they models. They they pay them. Yeah. Um. Do you but know other how than much,
0: that, I wonder how much they pay them.
1: I don't know how much, but other I'm than that, the supermodels they get paid for runway features. Okay. But below supermodels, it's up and down. Some of them you paid, most of them don't. Mm you know the the money is in the print work
0: right 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 yeah, yeah you're right about that okay yeah. yep I'm well sorry. i'm excited i love it so how long has roe been around now
1: so um our we started in 2001 as a modeling troupe mm-hmm. and then uh turned into an agency mm-hmm. in 2009 okay so i mean our whole legacy has been around since 2001 nice but we've been developing brands since '09.
0: Very nice. Well, it has been a really, I mean, I've learned a lot just sitting here and listening to you. Um, And I wish you the best with Roe. And with all of your other endeavors, and also on your ebook, yeah, it it's you, coming. Bring bring you on back. But in the meantime, in between time, I will continue to enjoy your Facebook posts <laughs> and all of your amazing, exquisite pictures of all of the different events. And we didn't even talk about Indie Fashion Week, but you know, Mr. Harley Morgan here is the founder, also of Indie Fashion Week, um, which is in yes. March. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's
1: coming up, cycle six.
0: Very excited. Well, maybe I can come and sit and, you know, sit in one of the
1: shows. Of course. I'll be sure to see the info. You come be our guest. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. it would be a great time. We always have a good time.
0: Good stuff. That sounds good. And then, do um, uh, do you know Paul Wharton? Hmm? Okay. Have y'all ever like collaborated? Has he ever done it? Like host any of your shows or anything?
1: Uh huh. No, he has. I, we know each other, but uh, okay. we've never had an opportunity to work together.
0: Okay. He's a really great host. Like, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's
1: good. I, I saw him. He. I know he hosted the, the UDC fashion show a couple times. That's where mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. most recently saw him.
0: Yeah, and there's one in Arlington, Crystal, the Crystal City. Tour. Yeah, there Tour. you go, Crystal Couture one. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's
1: coming up. So he always does great with that. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Definitely, I really, really appreciate it.
0: Definitely, tell us, of course, where we can find you on social media, and also Row Eight, A- the Row Agency.
1: Okay. Well, um, if you're looking for me personally, um, I can be located at Legendary H and M. That's on all social media platforms. Um, you have to spell H and M out. Those are my initials, everybody. Um, if you're looking to see more about Row the Agency, uh, you can look up Row the Agency on everything. Agency.com as well um, and you can also check out Indie Fashion Week uh, we didn't get to talk about that but you can be more than informed by looking up Indie Fashion Week on all platforms too at indiefashionweekdc.com
0: Thank you Harley
1: Thank you, we really appreciate
0: it <laughs> Definitely You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on Millennial Minds Till next time, peace Oh,